What's up? It's the Dante Greco Show. It's Monday. We're here. The Dalai Lama is into some weird stuff. Uh, we also got to talk about Donald Trump. He was the absolute bell of the ball at the UFC. Everybody wanted a picture with this guy. Taylor Swift's real or fake relationship, whatever you believe, is over after six years. Uh, maybe the contract was up. I don't know. And uh, Madonna wants her real face back. This guy on Jeopardy got kicked off, or he quit Twitter because people kept saying he looked like Hitler. And uh, much more to come. We're going to get to all of it, but let's just jump right into this Dalai Lama stuff. It was very, very strange. Listen, we all saw it. He was, like, putting his face in a kid's face, and he asked the kid to suck his tongue. It was very bizarre. Apparently, this video is months old. That's what I've read, and it's just now coming to the public uh, attention. I don't know why, but uh, first of all, let's watch it and then we will discuss it. I tried to find a blurred version because this kid doesn't need this out there. You know how cruel bullies can be. Imagine getting picked on in the schoolyard because the Dalai Lama tried to make out with you. All right. <laughs> And suck my tongue. <laughs> 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 clapping. hilarious wow hilarious stuff you know it's so weird because you watch it he pauses for a second and then he's like you know what i'm gonna try to get some i'm 87 maybe he's angry at the choice that he made to be the dalai lama like is he allowed to have um normal sex a normal sex life with uh you know adults obviously or is this one of those things where he has to take a vow of celibacy because he might be sitting there like, I wish I didn't do this. Please, somebody be intimate with me. Obviously, he picked the complete wrong person. And he, he you know, I don't know. I'm sure he's got an excuse. We'll get to it. But uh, it, it's just very weird, very bizarre. You don't expect this from a holy man. I wonder what Richard Gere is doing with this information right now. But uh, I'm wondering... Is this how they always picked the new Dalai Lama? Because they've been doing it for thousands of years, you know, several hundred years, of course. Behind closed doors, you know, they would just like show up to uh, some poor farmer's house and like uh, take their kid. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's the new Dalai Lama. We're, we're taking him. We're, we're taking him back with us. Yeah. No, no, no. He sucked my tongue. I can tell. He's, he's the new Dolly. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. Very strange. But uh, I'm uh, Tibetan. This isn't the first time Dalai Lama has done this. I thought he was a Lama, not a priest. Oh. Did Woody, Woody Allen direct this video? Hilarious stuff. No, but seriously, like I said, he went like 87, he's 87, 89. He's been the Dalai Lama since what, five years old, 10 years old. 
he went 70, 80 years without any controversy. And now this is going to be probably something he's remembered for. Might even be the first thing. If he dies anytime in the next year, it's going to be about this. Forget about his his service to, um, you know, the Buddhist people. Hold on. Let me pull this up. These are his other controversies. This is what I mean. Like, he's not a controversial guy, really. I tried to read his other controversies. One of them is in 2019. During an interview with the BBC, he said, uh, should a woman succeed him, she should be more attractive. A remark that sparked outlet outrage. Uh, he told the BBC with a laugh. You know, I don't know. It's not that bad of a thing to say, but when it comes from the Dalai Lama, it sounds worse. He might have a wicked sense of humor. Of course, after today, I don't know. During the same BBC interview, he also said that Donald Trump lacks moral principle. All right, that's one of the least outrageous things you ever heard anyone say about Donald Trump. He triggered a controversy after he said Europe belongs to the Europeans on the issue of immigrants. And uh, in August 2018, he said that India and Pakistan would have remained united had Mahatma Gandhi's wish to see Muhammad Ali Jinnah as the first prime minister of India come true. Okay, so as I as you can tell, it's a total snooze fest with this guy up until today. His controversies are all like world policy controversies, really, with a little bit of sexism, which is, you know, understandable for an 87 year old man. Now he just looks like the local pedophile. The guy that you keep your kids away from. You're a Buddhist. More like you shouldn't do this. <laughs> Who writes these horrible jokes? Um, his horniness did. Is oh, excuse me. His holiness, not his horniness. His horniness did issue a statement. And the statement was. A video clip has been circulating that shows. A recent meeting when a young boy asked his holiness, holiness, not horniness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. His horniness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. Nothing about sticking the tongue out. There's just the words. The word, by the way, that was kind of rough. Suck my tongue. Now suck my tongue. He didn't just go like, I got your nose. You know, suck my tongue. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. Of course. Of course he does. I don't know. What do they do? Do they get rid of him? Is he going to be like a Cardinal Ratzinger, where they're just going to kind of shuffle him out? Or does he get to stay at the Dalai Lama? Does he get to pick the new boy? I can see people being upset about that. You'd be like, listen, are you going to trust this guy in a room alone with the, the next Dalai Lama? I don't know. I hope he brushes his teeth. Because, you know, if he's getting that close to people on the regular, it's got to be horrific. He doesn't look like he does, to be quite honest. All due respect. But... um I don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. People are up in arms on Twitter. Of course. It's where people get up in arms. They get their arms up and then they tweet. Let me pull up this Dalai Lama thing. Let's see some of the reaction. Of course, as you can imagine, conservative Twitter is all over this. 
groomer, you know, pedo groomer. You can imagine what they're saying. This is an alarming scene. The Dalai Lama who has ties to Nexium in the past. I'm not so sure about that. Does he? I could see the Nexium guy sending a bunch of money to Tibet to get the Dalai Lama to like speak to him, you know, or speak to the Nexium people, but I doubt he was involved in that. You can clearly see the boy's body language as he yanks back the first time, then throws his head upward as the Dalai Lama says, suck, of course. And, you know, good for the kid. And it wouldn't just be for the Dalai Lama. Any old man that gets in your face and then tells you to suck his tongue, you should get up and run out of there. Does he wear under underwear under these robes? Does he have boxers on? For the love of God, the Dalai Lama is a dirty old man. If he does this in public, what does he do in private? It's true. You got to think about that. What the heck is going on here? You didn't just hug the boy, though. You asked him to suck your tongue. Why leave that bit out? Yeah, that was really weird. That was like, where are the horny police for that one? Suck my tongue. Dude. <laughs> I'm just teasing him with my tongue. It's just a tease. I'm just a little tease. Ollie London goes so far as to say Dalai Lama sexually assaults a child. Okay, she, I don't know who this is. Natalie Denise. You are extremely unwell in your head if the first thing you do upon seeing the Dalai Lama advance on a young boy, advance on a young boy is to go cite an article from the mainstream source to excuse this disturbing behavior. Me and Richard Gere, we do this all the time. We play the suck my tongue game, yes. Of course, of course. Oh, here we go. I'm surprised they haven't edited the Dalai Lama and Biden together. Joe must be good friends with the Dalai Lama. All right. You know, the, the, the meme online of Joe Biden. Getting too close to me in the space, sniffing them. All right, that is weird, too. <laughs> okay, that is also very weird. I've never actually watched this video. I think that is a friend of his or something. Uh, you know, these old people are out of control. She's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I, I'm sure she is. She looks like it. Stop stigmatizing minor attractive. I know, I'm sure that's a joke. This is crazy. Totally wrong. You're goddamn right it is. You got to keep the elderly away from the young. That's what the elderly, powerful people. You got to keep them away. I don't know. I don't know who those people are with Joe Biden. So those could be his family for all we know. The Dalai Lama apologized. Grabbing the kid by the jaw. <laughs> it's weird though. Where did this come from? Is the question. How did it get put out there today? Who discovered it? If it truly is an old video like let's see what reuters says reuters is fairly um fairly fair as far as media goes right they just they just report the news they report the facts 
The Dalai Lama, the Tibetan's 87-year-old... By the way, you know what? 87-year-old spiritual leader? Again, maybe he wants out. Maybe he's like, oh, God, they won't let me leave. How do I get out of here? Okay. Suck my tongue. Can you free me now? Video clip has 19... Oh, oh, his Twitter account has 19 million followers. Well, you know, maybe he was trying to get more followers. This blew up the internet, that's for sure. He wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends. Uh, he regrets the incident. The video shows the Nobel Peace Laureate apparently giving the boy a peck on the lips in the presence of an audience who are heard clapping and laughing while a man captures the moment on the phone. Reuters has not verified the clip. Yeah, he's got a Nobel Peace Prize. Next up is a Nobel Penis Prize. Oh! Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Starring in Woody Allen's next film, The Dalai Lama. He fled to India in 1959 after a failed uprising against Chinese rule in Tibet. He's regarded by Beijing as a dangerous separatist. Huh. Could be China. It could be China. They might be putting this out there. Maybe they got a beef with the Dalai Lama right now. Maybe he rubbed Xi Jinping the wrong way. And uh, they're, they're, they're getting this out there. I don't know. Was he planning to speak out against this uh, Taiwan thing that's going on? Escalating tensions with Taiwan that have us all on edge now. Again. Every year, like clockwork. This time last year, everyone's thinking Putin's going to blow up the world with it. Now we got to worry about Xi Jinping and the Chinese with the nukes and the thing is like, uh, just shut the F up. Take a break for a few years. How about stop expanding your territory? All of you, Putin, Xi, Biden, everybody just chill. All right. Well, anyways. What do you all think? Anybody watching? Do you like this? Do you want him to keep heading in this direction? Like, what is your, what's your take on the Dalai Lama? The Babylon Bee, that's like the conservative onion, says that the, the Dalai Lama inundated with requests from public libraries to lead story hours. Okay, latching on to the whole drag time story hour thing. You say probably. Is that in response to... Uh, the China, my, my theory about China putting this out, or is this probably you hope that he keeps going in this direction? <laughs> As a content creator, and the Dalai Lama is a content creator, uh, I think you would want to suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. Well, I'm a grown man, so if I, the Dalai Lama asked me to suck his tongue, you know, I'll ask him what's in it for me. But this kid uh, needs to be protected, truly. All right, let's read this conspiracy theorist. This is clearly a conspiracy theorist. Anybody who capitalizes their name in their Twitter is a conspiracy theorist. I'm fast learning. This is Liz Crokin, award-winning author, seasoned journalist for 20-plus years, Out of Shadows and Slave Princess Pizzagate is Real. Okay, so that just, you know, just to be clear. Oh, kissing the boy was bad. Okay, good, 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 good. I figured that's what you meant. The Dalai Lama endorsed the Nexium sex trafficking cult. I, I don't know about that. But by the way, HBO, if I could just say one thing, 
We don't need two seasons of The Vow about the Nexium sex cult. I watched the first like four episodes of season number one. And then when I realized there were 10 more, I said, what are you, how are you squeezing this much juice out of this story? It's not that crazy. Weird sex, short guy with glasses convinces people to, have to you know, to have sex with them and brands them. And he gets a couple of uh, the Bronfman girl and the Smallville girl in on it. Boom. Done. Five episodes. Ma seven. Max. Two seasons. Are you kidding? Did they even mention the Dalai Lama or is that in season four? And like all, oh, just like Jeffrey Epstein, he has ties to the CIA. Declassified documents show that the CIA paid the Dalai Lama $180,000 a year for much of the 1960s. Hmm. Well, that was a long time ago. And like all elite pedophiles, he despises Trump and had the audacity to claim Trump as a lack of moral principle. Of course, Trump is the test if you despise trump then you are a, an elite pedophile authorities should charge this predator with sexual assault of a minor all right well i don't know what the laws are over in uh, india or tibet wherever this happened should i follow see i wasn't following this sick freak should i that's all right Comedian Sam Morrill says, well, at least I didn't ask him to suck me off. <laughs> the Dalai Lama right now. That's pretty funny. Never thought we'd see the Dalai Lama go to notes app, says Barstool Big Cat. Oh, Cardi B spoke out about this. That's right. Uh, wow, all the support I'm getting. All right, hold on. First of all, let me read you what Cardi's statement was. Cardi B reacts to Dalai Lama vid. Trump wanted to sleep with his teenage daughter, not better. Exactly. I know. It's like, look, Trump, if you like him, uh, if you like his policies, fine. But don't try to claim that he's some kind of moral paragon. He's like everyone. He's rich and he's a politician at the end of the day. Come on. Stay woke. All right. Cardi B reacts to Dalai Lama vid. World has too many predators. Cardi B couldn't contain her disgust after seeing the clip of the Dalai Lama. An irate Cardi ripped child predators on Monday and urged parents to always know what's going on in their kids' lives. Son, did you go see the Dalai Lama again today? You'd tell us if you were with the Dalai Lama, right? Some fans agreed with her take. Okay, so she says... The world is full of predators. They prey on the innocent, the ones who are most unknowing, our children. Predators could be our neighbors, our school teachers, even people with money, power, and our churches. Constantly talk with your kids about boundaries and what they shouldn't allow people to do to them. And please remember to stop at McDonald's and pick up a Cardi and Offset meal. I added that last part. Uh, how are y'all bringing up a situation from my past when grown-ass drunk men were trying to... Oh, yeah, and then everyone brought up about how she uh, used to, allegedly used to drug and, and rob people when she was a stripper. Unlike Cardi... Uh, oh, now she responded again, defended herself against everyone saying she was the wrong messenger to speak out about the situation with the Dalai Lama, at one point seemingly getting emotional to talk about her own past traumas, including ab abuse. I mean, look... 
she can talk about it. You know, she's a person in the world. She sees what's going on. She might even be more qualified to talk about it because of what she's seen or, or, or participated in. Who knows? It's ultimately just, on a serious note, it's very disturbing. Probably the last news anyone expected to wake up to today. However, it also makes you think, is this what he does? Like I said, is this part of the ritual of finding the new Dalai Lama or just dealing with the little monk boys? I don't know. And what is this outfit? Is he in the clan? What's going on here? You don't see that every day unless you're the Dalai Lama's secret assistant. That guy on the left you're talking about? I don't know. So there's uh, there's not much more to say about it. We'll see. Um, it was a tongue-in-cheek request. Get it? Ha, 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 ha. Suck my tongue. We'll see what happens. Like I said before, I'm Tibetan. This ain't the first time. Any statements from Richard Gere? Um, thank you, your horniness. Moving on. Moving on to the next story. Unless you guys have anything else to say. Any questions? Anybody want to continue this story? <laughs> Some Twitter theorists are blaming this on CERN. Is that the, the particle accelerating thing? Because honestly, everything in the last seven years could be blamed on CERN. Truly. When CERN, the, it does weirdly coincide the CERN particle thing um uh, uh like coincides with like Trump running and you know the Cubs winning after 100 like all these crazy things have happened we have seen how the world has changed since CERN so you know what maybe you are right Joe anybody heard from Richard Gere's hamster you know what that might if we can't get gear on uh to make a statement maybe uh his hamster will if he can be aroused out of its sleep famous story the funny thing is for anybody who doesn't know all the younger viewers about richard gear first of all he's a good friend of the dalai lama and um the famous urban legend was that he for uh, his pleasure would take a tube and uh insert it rectally and then have a hamster crawl up and play around in there but the funniest part is years later it comes out that the rumor was most likely started by sylvester stallone over some kind of jealousy i just imagine you hear that thing about uh, richard gear apparently guy likes to stick a tube up his head and then he lets a gerbil go wild in there yeah the guy's totally sick. Richard Gere, American Gigolo, that's right. I know. Wait a second. Maybe he did learn this from Richard Gere. Look at that. Now, Dolly, I want you to suck my tongue. Can you do that?
Take me to Nirvana. Suck me to Nirvana, Dolly. Look at these guys. They're holding hands. <laughs> Look at that face. That face just says, oh, Dolly. He's super into up. Oh, got your nose. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if this convinces me more that the Dalai Lama is telling the truth, that he's just a silly prankster or, uh, you know, maybe he's losing it. You know, maybe his mind is going. He's going to have to start calling himself the Ali Zimer. That would be a good excuse to get out of this. I thought it was Richard Gere. <laughs> Look at that. He's got Richard Gere's nose. Let's get into the sauna. Wow. Well, that's it. I don't know what these three are doing together. And frankly, I don't want to know. I don't know if it's legal to know what those three are up to. They're just particles breaking inside a collider. Right. But maybe it all led up to the Dalai Lama telling a kid to suck his tongue all right let's keep it moving here uh feel free to bring this back up though if anyone's got anything good or interesting or funny to say taylor swift let's just talk about it real quick i know the world doesn't revolve around taylor swift but her relationship of six years is over with joe alwyn he was a nobody when she got together with him and he leaves the relationship ostensibly still a nobody. I've seen him in a couple movies, but you only recognize him because you say, oh, that's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. He's a nondescript blonde British man. Uh, you know, decent actor. He was in one of those war movies. It was the one about the First World War that came out a few years ago. He, he did a good job. Um, yeah, here she is getting emotional or pretending to get emotional. It's very hard to tell, you know, everything in Taylor Swift's life is so calculated and orchestrated that you never really know. Is she in a relationship? She goes from Harry Styles to John Mayer to the, this one, to that one. I don't even remember, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling at one point, right? Lots of people. And you never can tell, is this real or is it a business? Is she capable of Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, is she capable of forming a healthy human relationship? Or is the fact that she has been famous since she was about 13 years old, has that permanently altered her state of mind to the point that she's not truly capable? You know, almost like a J-Lo or uh, or a Trump, you know, somebody who just kind of collects people and utilizes them for their for their needs, but can't really love them. Although I think she loves her cats. I truly do. One of her cats is worth about 90 million dollars. That's love. So you don't know. They weren't very public together. I don't know if they ever even gave an interview together. It's strange. Here he is not holding hands with her. He could put that booklet in the other hand and hold hands with her, but he won't do it. Kind of looks like something I would wear, to be honest. Uh, 
breakup puts spotlight on tour genius marketing move this is coming from tmz according to marketing guru Brittany hodak she says that the split during a pause in her tour might not be sheer coincidence Brittany, who's an admitted Swifty, joined TMZ Live for a closer look at the timing. And as an expert on Taylor's marketing brilliance, she suspects the singer is, in a way, manipulating the media. For starts, Brittany says Taylor's always been meticulous about managing news cycles, so it's quite interesting for the split to leak to the public smack in the middle of a 13-day break in her era's tour. She says the timing of it all suggests she wanted the story to break, so she would be back in the news during that break in the action that's true you know listen i don't falter for that either like use everything you know like a native american you got to use every part of that carcass you're breaking up with your boyfriend and you're famous commodify it everything should be monetized that's the great thing about podcasts now too you don't have to have a conversation with anybody anymore without at least trying to monetize it it's much better i don't want to talk to anybody unless it is on a video or audio because truly, what's the point? If you say something really funny or make a, a very astute argument, you want a, an audience to hear it. So I like where this is going, and I applaud her for that. If she did, she controlled it to the very end. Now, they're saying that um, Alwyn struggled with Taylor's level of fame leading to their breakup. her superstar persona came out once the pandemic had ended. And I hope he wasn't one of those guys who was like, Taylor, you need to come home and be a proper wife. Now, all of that career stuff is in the past. You have to come home and keep house and cook bangers and mash for me in our flat in London, in Chelsea, or is that New York? I don't know. Um, I hope he's not one of those guys. Cause that'd be really stupid trying to control her, get her back in the house. I know she's mostly a private person anyway, but still, when I read that, that he couldn't deal with her level of fame, that's what it says to me. In order to compensate for his relative lack of fame and success, he's going to say to her, well, you can't be as successful anymore. You have to be my wife. Let's read. It's from the Daily Mail. Drove them apart, and ultimately, they both realized they were not on the same page anymore. It's been hard for Joe trying to make it in Hollywood and not quite becoming leading man material. Yeah, I don't know. Did she help him at all? That's the flip side of this coin. Maybe he gets in the relationship thinking, oh, this is awesome. You know, Taylor Swift, she's famous, she's rich. This is going to boost my career. And then he gets in. She's like, well, I'm not helping you. You have to impress me. You have to be the man in this relationship. You got to get there yourself. You, I'm not going to use my fame and star power for you. I have to protect my brand, Joe. You're on your own. Like I was. And my dad, who bought into the record label that first made me a big star, he bought a massive portion of it. Have your dad buy a massive portion of a movie studio to, you know, make you a bigger actor. It's simple. 
Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's romance began to struggle over their career differences as the uh, as the superstar's career overshadowed her bows once the pandemic ended. First of all, it always overshadowed his. When did his ever even shadow hers? They shocked fans. They got uh, they broke up. The bottom line for the difficulties in their relationship was that Taylor's career took priority over Joe's, which can be awkward for a couple when it's not balanced. Or you can be like, wow, how great is this? I don't have to do anything. I can just keep making movies that no one cares about. And uh, I could be with Taylor Swift. And when she goes out on tour and goes to award shows and is honored, I get to be there. And people are interested in me, not because of me, because most likely they would not be were I not with Taylor Swift. been hard trying to make it in hollywood just go do theater you asshole like what is who cares hollywood is over anyway have you seen what they're doing with mid journey and with other ai programs they're not going to need an actor in like 10 years sorry to say as someone who once pursued an acting career i don't know if it's worth the investment of time or money you know those headshot photographers better stop start dropping those prices quick Nobody's paying $800 for a photo shoot anymore just to uh, get absolutely no no uh, callbacks. It was easier during the pandemic when it was just the two of them. But once things returned to normal, Taylor Swift, the superstar, emerged. And their differences were even more apparent. Well, of course, it was easier for everybody who had a little bit of money or some security during the pandemic. The pandemic was like the greatest time in people's lives. For a lot of them, if your family wasn't dying of COVID, it was fantastic. You got to sit there, take like an extended vacation, watch, play video games, watch podcasts, drink wine. You got to do like all the fun stuff. And you couldn't go to work. Even if your work wanted you, you couldn't go. They made a go of it. They tried everything, but ultimately they were unable to save the relationship. She's on her era's tour. She's having a good time. He hasn't been spotted at any shows. Yeah. I don't know if he blew this, if he fumbled this, then he has no one to blame, but himself. Alternatively, I could see her just being like, you know what, Joe, you're bringing me down. You know, your career has stalled. You're not going anywhere. And, uh, I, date a-listers almost exclusively i took a chance on you and we got stuck together during the pandemic but you just haven't pulled your weight pal you're out you're going out i swear to you you are going out i don't care whose nephew you are who you know whose dick you're sucking on you're going out all right let's keep it moving Kim Kardashian has joined the cast of American Horror Story Season 12 alongside Emma Roberts. That's right. Ryan Murphy loves young Hollywood. He loves Hollywood. I know Kim's not young Hollywood, but she's trying to be still young Hollywood. I like this choice. You need stunt casting like this to get people to watch your shows. Kim, as she, um, you know, we saw her on Saturday Night Live. She can hold her own. She's entertaining. She's got a sense of humor. I like it. I think she'll do okay. Kaya Gerber even was okay on one of the recent seasons of American Horror Story. 
And you look at her and you think she has absolutely no personality at all. But they got her on set and they uh, they got something out of her. So I like this now. They could make an entire American horror story just about what it's like to be married to Kanye West with all his ups and downs. I doubt that's the direction they'll go. Or even if they really want, if she really wanted to be honest and interesting, it would be about like a family that just butchers themselves with plastic surgery over and over and over and over again until they look like that Whitaker family up in West Virginia. You know, and just their lives from everything from from uh, Bruce becoming Caitlyn to Kylie transform. Kylie Jenner is second only to Michael Jackson in terms of like you've never seen in human history a human being completely change their form and appearance as drastically as Michael and Kylie Jenner. I remember Kylie Jenner when I was at TMZ years ago in Calabasas and you would see her. I wouldn't try to film because she was like 12 years old. But she was just like a little kid, you know, like looks nothing like this freckles, stuff like that. And um, next thing you know, she comes in and and she looks like she's. Uh, I don't know, like a, a sultan's wife or something, you know what I mean? Total change, two different people coming in a close third is Chloe, by the way. Whatever they whatever, whatever, you know, body parts they've used to uh, or as Tim Dillon says, a necromancer created Chloe Kardashian. You know, that would be an American horror story. Just the family and their plastic surgeries alone and then being married to Dr. Kanye West. Again, I don't think that's the direction they're going, but I will tune in. So good for Kim. She's really redeemed herself over the years. She's gone from uh, joke reality star to political figure. She's done a lot of great work on um, criminal justice reform. Can't take that away from her. And uh, it's good that she's still putting herself out there and trying to be entertaining. Good for Kim. Donald Trump, the bell of the ball. Everybody wanted to take pictures with Mr. Trump. Here he is with Dana White, owner of the UFC, Kid Rock. And of course, Mike Tyson, you know, he and Mike go back decades. Donald, back when he was in Atlantic City, you know, involved in all the big boxing matches. And that was Mike's heyday. Um, truly, truly, I don't want to be mean, but you have to lay off the tan machine. He really does. He's never looked more like an Oompa Loompa than in this picture. Look at an Oompa Loompa because what it is is the white eyebrows. Like maybe if he didn't dye his eyebrows so blistering white, blisteringly white, there's that. And then there's this, okay, this face right there in the middle, and this. The hair is almost the same. This is just like a 70s cut, but like, the, the, I, you know, he, he does look like an Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo. Doopity Drumpf. I hate that Drumpf thing. So stupid. But yeah, everyone wanted to take pictures of him. Steve will do it from the Nelk boys said that his fiance has a hall pass for Trump. It was kind of weird and sad in a way. Now I'm not trying to be anti-Trump here, but like he's walking around 
like a living cardboard cutout of himself. Everywhere he goes is just the same, like the same thumbs up look. And it's weird to see him in person next to all of these regular people or even regular celebrities because he's such a ma monumental figure. He looms so large in our consciousness. So much of what's happening in the world is affected by this man. And yet there he is just standing in a green room with like some girl of a, of an internet celebrity. He lost weight. That could be part of it. I mean, look, he looks thin, but in a good way, he doesn't look gaunt. You know, I don't think he's got anything terminal, but the tanning it just doesn't work in that lighting. Maybe it's the lighting, but like really stop bleaching the eyebrows. I don't know. Like you need like a, a dirty blonde, like a sandy blonde for the eyebrows. Who else was with him? Oh, Ariane Celeste, UFC ring girl. Look at that. It's just so weird, right? They're just like trot him out to have his picture taken with people. I don't know. Like, I know it's it's good. He's getting a lot of adulation. People on Twitter kept talking about like, wait a second. I thought he was facing 136 years in prison. He's acting like nothing happened. So it was kind of funny. And he got a great response there. Absolutely. And he looks truly like an Oompa Loompa. One more time. Look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Your next president. Um... He got a big standing ovation when he came in. People loved it. Those are my dogs, by the way. All right, one second. I got to let the dogs out. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not-so-funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Or turned a blind eye. I take responsibility. Black people are being slaughtered in the streets. <laughs> I take responsibility. For that clip. Where were we? Uh, all right, real quick. Or should we do more Trump stuff? You want to see any more videos or you, you kind of get it? He was there. He had a good time. Everyone took pictures with him. People you wouldn't expect took pictures with him. Odell Beckham Jr. was taking pictures with Trump. A lot of people were taking pictures with Trump. But let's talk about Harvey Weinstein real quick. I saw this story over the weekend. He flew, he was flown first class back to New York on a commercial airline. I mean, he probably never thought he would get a trip like that again. From L.A. to New York, that was his, that was his ride. He lived in New York. The one time I got to interview him, interview him at TMZ, he was at the Montage Hotel in Beverly Hills. 
It was just when the news came out that uh, we were getting L.A. was going to get the Olympics in 2028. And I was like, Harvey, the king of Hollywood, are you going to help lure the Olympics to L.A.? And he's like, I live in New York. I don't know. He gave me absolutely nothing. Uh, hopefully he's dead by the time the Olympics get here. But this was his flight, I'm sure. And they put him in first class. Just imagine if you were boarding that flight. You'd do a double take. You would be thinking that horrible ogre Russian oligarch sitting in first class looks just like Harvey Weinstein. But that can't be Harvey Weinstein. He's imprisoned. But it was him. Apparently, this was a typical flight that the uh, DA puts prisoners on. He was returned to New York via a method we typically use pursuant to our with New York. That's right. He's been convicted in L.A., but he has to go back to New York to serve his sentence. Who knows if he'll ever make it back to L.A. I wonder if they served him food and drinks in the first class cabin as well. They don't seem to have those details. I was going to do a whole big thing back during his trial in L.A. about the headlines that were coming out about Harvey Weinstein's penis. His penis is an absolute nightmare. It was like Weinstein's penis described as fishy, like a fish and weird. Like it was fused to his leg. I'm seeing if I could find any of these. Ultimately, I didn't do it because I thought it was a little, a little uh, inappropriate. But it was really here. Maybe I'll still do it. If I can find those things, I'll, I'll put it together. It's kind of funny now, now that he's been locked up. But, uh, yeah, again, his penis is a nightmare. Your penis is a nightmare. Your penis is a nightmare. I'll use my hands. John Mayer coming at you. Madonna wants her face back. I like it. Acceptance is the first step. She has recognized that she went too far with her balloon face, with her spy balloon face and she wants to go back to her natural look ahead of her upcoming world tour she's doing whatever it takes according to this report to get her natural appearance back so-called queen of pop 64 faced endless criticism following her brief appearance at the grammys in february where she modeled a striking new look on stage she was actually deeply affected by the comments made by naysayers and is looking to switch up her look again. Well, now we all feel bad. You know. We don't want Madonna to feel sad about this, but it's like, look, whoever is advising you, this is why people can't have just yes men around them. Somebody told her to go to this doctor and th like, that it looked good. Like, don't you look at the the work that the doctor is has done on other people before you subject them to subject your face to them? Did she go to Wildenstein's, the Catwoman's doctor? Like, what the heff? Uh, the inside the insider says that the like a prayer hitmaker is undergoing procedures that will restore her natural features. Yeah, I mean, look, if you could just suck out whatever's in there, that's great. I hope you can. Because she wouldn't look bad. I mean, yeah, would she be a little wrinkly? Okay, you know, lighting and some uh, makeup, you know? like Just don't go the Trump, Trump-a-loompa route and you'll look okay. 
but I don't know if it's too late unless those are all just fillers. Now I'm not a plastic surgery expert by any means because I'm disgusted by the whole idea of plastic surgery. I'll never get over how there are so many people who just let a doctor slice open their face like their Travolta and Nicolas Cage and just like move it around and tighten it and like pull their faces off and move it. Like, isn't that not an absolute horror of a, I I can't even think of any synonyms right now. I'm just scared by the thought, but yeah, see that's, that's Madonna from when 2004. Oh shit. All right. That's 20 years ago, but she wouldn't look that much different. You know what it really is, too? It's all the fillers and the cat face thing. People get the cat face and then they fill up their cheeks and all of a sudden you look like a scream mask. You have to no cheek fillers. No filler, like maybe a little bit of work. I keep saying whatever Shania Twain did to her face is pretty good because it looks age appropriate. And it looks like her face has changed a bit. I can't put my finger on what exactly about her face is different. But and it looks she looks a little bit like a different person, but it works. So I hope Madonna is able to get this. I don't know how much you have to pay to get your face back. Criticism forced the singer to slam people who chose to focus on her looks instead of the speech she gave. Instead of focusing on what I said in my speech, which is about giving thanks for the fearlessness of artists like Sam and Kim, many people chose only to talk about close-up photos of me taken with a long lens camera by a press photographer that would distort anyone's face. I think it's also the crazy videos that she puts out. Like, she's at Britney Spears level in terms of crazy videos. She once again caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in. I don't know if it's quite that, but that might have been what drove her to get the extreme surgery anyway. So jury's out. Her tour commences on July 15th in Vancouver. Vancouver. So she got a few months. We're all cheering for you. Oh, uh, real quick. You know, Easter was over the weekend. This guy in, uh, I think, the Philippines for 34 years has had himself nailed to a cross. Like, does he even have any palm left to put a nail through? I think you've done, you do, you know, Christ was 33. You're now at 34. It's almost an insult. Now you're like uh, when Kobe went, was number 24 to be one over Michael Jordan's number 23. You can stop now. 34. That's enough. This is funny. Guy on Jeopardy quit Twitter because viewers kept saying that he looked like Hitler. Uh, Jeopardy champion Brian Henniger, whose last name is an absolute landmine, I could blow up in my face if I say it incorrectly. Brian Henegger quits Twitter after slamming jerks who likened his looks to those of Hitler. 
That's just funny. Look at him. He does look like Hitler. You know what it is? It's the hair part that does it the most. Like if he had just combed his hair back or had a shorter haircut, he could have gotten away with it. He would just would have looked like, you know, a Midwest insurance salesman. But parting your hair like that and the mustache makes you look like Hitler. It truly does. Twitter was not wrong on this one. Adolf and Brian. Right now, I'm feeling every emotion under the sun reliving my reliving my Jeopardy appearance. And I'm seeing what a bunch of jerks on Twitter are doing because all they can focus on are my looks. So I'm going to be leaving Twitter for a while. See you soon. I get it. I mean, look, you don't want your name to be trending on Twitter next to Hitler's unless you're Kanye. But still, it's not so bad. So he then decided to shave off. Instead of shaving off his mustache, he's going to grow it into a goatee. I admit I run the risk of making myself look like my evil twin from a parallel universe, but that's just the risk I'm willing to take. And here it is. Looks better. With the glasses, way less Hitlery. I don't think Hitler wore glasses. Uh, again, just don't have the hair part. That's a big thing in the Hitler. And also, he looks like he's wearing like a brown, almost... He's almost a brown shirt. So careful with that name, please. Please, mein Fuhrer, be careful with your last name. All right. Last thing I wanted to get to was the movie Air. Real quick, I don't want to spoil it. I don't do spoiler movie reviews but i saw it and i decided it's my pick for movie of the year now here's why it's first of all the marketing was horrible they mark this is ben affleck and matt damon in the story of how nike signed michael jordan and created the uh, air jordan shoe so it's a celebration of capitalism but they market it like a direct to on-demand film you know, Ben Affleck's in there with that weird wig and the hair color. It looks kind of silly. Viola Davis is in it. And you think, oh, no, is this another one of those pieces of shit that a bunch of stars signed on to? And it was so horrible that uh, they're just trying to rush it out. But, you know, they, they, they don't want to can it completely, but they're just trying to put it out because they want to try to make some of their money back. It looks like that, but it's not. It's actually really well made. Affleck captures the period very, very well. Uh, he, he does a great job uh, evoking the 80s. He directs the film, by the way. And Viola Davis is great. Matt Damon is really good. And the story is compelling. So I'm voting for it for movie of the year because I'm sick of the Oscars and to a lesser extent, the Golden Globes picking these movies that nobody cares about. Nobody's really interested to see. This is a crowd pleaser. There were people clapping and cheering in the audience in this film where, when I saw it last week. And it's about a shoe, but it's affecting people. You know, it's a feel-good movie. So, Air, go see it. Interesting, my pick for film of the year. Now, if there's absolutely nothing else... I think we can wrap up this Monday edition of the Dante Greco show. I want to thank everybody for joining me. 
if the Dalai Lama asks you to sit with him, decline the invitation. Don't let him babysit your kids. And for the love of God, I invite you all to have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Kanye. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. 